Welcome to The Sinner and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Are you already exhausted from the new year? I'm not. Oh, mm. like five million things. What should I do? What should we do this year? Where am I going to serve? I've been prepping for all that. Ooh, like a doomsday prepper? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like doomsday often when the new year started until I figured out how to approach things the right way. Oh, okay, sure. girl, you're going to drop a little bomb on us today. <laughs> well, I just saw after last week's episode, it would be really great as the new year starts to talk about like what, how do we figure out what our calling is? What is God calling us to do for him? Mm-hmm. I feel like we talk about that a lot and it sounds real like, you know, Christianese. Right, because we always have the same answer. Ask God. Calling, what is God's calling on your life? Um, but it's like, it really is like a thing, you know? So God is... <laughs> it's a thing, y'all. It actually is a it's thing. It's a thing. Um, so just imagine the phone is ringing. Yeah. And you... But you're not answering. Oh. And and that's how we spend... That's when my lives were so chaotic and it felt like I was doomsday prepping in my life. Because I just... I didn't know how to pick up that phone and 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 figure out how you know how do I discover what my calling is and how do I make it happen and why is it important and and the fulfillment that you receive once you begin to follow that direction. So I just want you to know I'm a very visual person. You didn't tell me mm-hmm. you're going to talk about this in this manner. Okay. And so I imagined the phone ringing mm-hmm. and, you know, it's almost, imagine a movie yeah. and the phone's just ringing and ringing and, you know, the camera's panning in and they can hear the phone ringing and it pans into the inside and then you get inside the house mm-hmm. and the phone's still ringing and then the camera's panning through the house until they get to the reason why the person isn't answering the phone. I love that. Yeah. And they're sitting on the couch, Netflix binging. I was thinking they were probably like, you know, sprawled out on the floor from a heart attack, but that's better. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this is why she carries a taser. Um, so, first thing, why is it so important that we discover? Hang on. You're so funny that they were on Netflix binging. <laughs> yeah. So, they're not answering the phone. They're not answering God's call because yeah. they can't put down the remote. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that so true these days? Or maybe they were on TikTok. You are so funny. I love you. And and your answer is, oh, they're just dead. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the new year, guys. We haven't yeah, changed. We haven't changed one bit. And we're not even drinking. <laughs> um, so, like, why is it so important that we discover our calling? I don't know. She may not be able to recoup from the giggles. Just keep talking for a minute. <laughs> well, I think... We've got to go back to scripture, Acts 20, 24. It says, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. Okay, so back to the TV. <laughs> oh gosh, okay. So God will bait me. He tricks me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll wake up at six in the morning. And you know, I don't watch any TV. Right. But around Christmas time, like, I want to watch some sappy Christmas something. Oh, shut up. Really? I just want to, like, be. You're mine. not a Hallmark movie watcher, are uh, you? Well, there's, like, other Christmas movies you can find. Because if I watch anything else that's, like, violent or police oriented, I get juiced up, right? Like, See, I'm ready I to told go. y'all her person was dead in the house. Right. So I try to watch Hallmark, maybe to get me in a good mood for Christmas. Yeah. So God would be like, Oh, good morning. I know it's earlier than normal, but 
you can watch a movie. Well, then I get out there, and what does he do? Drag me to my chair, open my Bible. Next thing you know, I'm deep in this discussion with him. Okay. And I never got to watch a movie. Okay. God isn't trying to trick you into watching a movie. That would be last week's episode about the enemy keeping you sidelined. No, I think this is bait to get me out there. Oh. And then he drags me to the chair. Or me. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. He... He doesn't work that way. You don't think he's like, come on, let's get up and you can watch a movie. I don't think movie. God does bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's his jam. Maybe the enemy's getting me out there with a movie and God's like, oh, while she's out here, let's get the Bible because she's my girl and she's going to listen to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't even like, he just doesn't even need the bait and switch. He's like, go. I'm <laughs> not up. even going to tell you where, just go. And Abraham and Moses and all the people are like, Okay go uh, yes <laughs> and they just start walking i feel like the girl um i think it was a 12 year old girl that um jesus went to go heal from the dead and mm-hmm. he said to leave the colon which is get up girl mm-hmm. he's like to leave the colon i was like netflix are you calling me <laughs> it's god <laughs> oh my god okay sorry <laughs> so what have we gotten so far the lord doesn't do bait and switch <laughs> Like, he just doesn't even have to. He's not like, Abraham, there's ice cream for you at the end of the tunnel. Go. He's just like, no, just go. (laughs) You got a little mixture of the sinner and the saint in there. (laughs) Oh, He will use your waking up to watch the movie for good, though. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's the bait and switch. But he didn't throw the bait. (laughs) that's right that's right now you're working he's like oh she's up you're not watching a movie (laughs) just another reason why it's important to discover our calling (laughs) mine is not discerning apparently (laughs) but i love i mean i really loved in acts when it says my life is worth nothing to me unless i use it for finishing the work assigned to me by the lord And I feel like in our lives that many of us feel that way sometimes, that our life is just meaningless and we ask, what's the point? Oh, you know, you hear that all the time. And the answer is, what's the point? It's your calling. That's the point. Okay. So that's why it's important. I'm going to jump in here again. Okay. And not with anything crazy, I don't think. We'll see. I've had my kids come to me Mm -hmm. and say, what's the point? Yeah. And so I think that as parents, not only as children of God, but as parents, we need to figure it out so we can tell them what the point is. Facts. So like if you're 30, 40, 50 something saying, what's the point? Better figure it out, girl. They're coming to ask you. My son has asked me the same thing. Like, and I think we get caught up in believing that when we're thinking about this thing, uh, our calling we get caught up in what the world sees as great things and yes. great callings that has to look a specific way instead of just doing what God has asked us to do. And that can be really small, but it's something when he gives you a specific calling, it really creates an energy. You get excited in your heart. You get it um, because you're passionate about it. It's like, oh my gosh, I get to do this. Mm. And it's just like you approach it wholeheartedly. But not in the beginning. 
No, because but that is why it's important to figure it out because it creates this passion and energy in you um, when you understand it because it, it's so freeing and so exciting to understand God has created me for this specific thing. Yes, and I can go back to kind of when I started discovering this and I don't know about you because you've been on this journey way longer than I have, but I remember it was the little things. I needed to be obedient in the little things. Like, yes. stop and talk to that woman. Mm-hmm. Go bring a card to this neighbor with a pie. Crazy things to people I didn't even know. I knocked on people's doors I did not know and had never spoken to before. That's right. But God was asking me to be obedient to see if I would do those things. Because if I'm not going to do those little things, how could he trust me with something so much bigger? It's so true. And it, and this, you don't sit down in a day or a and year. discover, <laughs> or depending on your situation, you just don't sit down in a day and discover what this is. This takes time and relationship with the Lord. And as you continue to like read scripture and study the Bible and pray, then God starts to reveal these things to you, these these things that make you passionate, that make you exciting. And he throws these little nuggets, like adventures and yes. opportunities, like you're saying, in your path to see how you respond. And then when you do that and you're obedient, then you began to see, but it's a give, give. Mm-hmm. Because you began to see, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I felt that nudge. I responded. Yes. And look what happened. I felt amazing. Because I'm doing something for the Lord and look at the response. I'm, I blessed this person or I changed this person's life. And sometimes we don't always see right. that. But so, God will sometimes give you that little bit of encouragement through that person that you changed just by saying something. Yes. And let us be clear. <laughs> it is important to figure out your calling. But when you do, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be hunky-dory from there on out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not all sunshine and roses after you figure it out. In fact, sometimes to serve and to follow that calling that God, it takes a lot more strength and perseverance than you more than you ever imagined. But at that point, hopefully you are leaning more on Christ and the Holy Spirit to guide, to lead, and to fill you up. So I'm... A little bit type A, not quite as far type A as you are, but I am one of those people, like you give me a nugget mm-hmm. and I'm going to expound upon it and I'm going to plan and I'm going to track and I'm I'm going to create what this needs to be. That's not what God wants you to do because right. oftentimes God can give you something to do, but then you just take it and run and you forget to look back. It's so true. And it becomes like the Melissa show. Mm-mm. Or a Danger. really heavy burden. Yes. That God didn't anticipate. I mean, he did. That wasn't his expectation. Right. Exactly. So it's really important to stay in communication stay with connected. the Lord. <laughs> and so what I really want to spend the last half of the podcast on is how do we discover that's, you know, God's calling for us, that specific calling. And Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a mm. light for my path. And we talk about, we, we throw that out in a lot of our podcast because this scripture, 
because we are talking about God shining a light on something, him showing us the way that we have to be in his word and he will lead us and guide us. That is that scripture, Psalm 119, 105. But the first one, the first step to discovering your calling is the word of God. Yes, the word of God, your Bible. <laughs> I mean, we, we're just like beating the dead horse, <laughs> but, but you got to get in the word. You got to know God. You got to know his voice because he communicates to us through his word and he will show you and guide you through that. Okay. So I'm going to play um, a, a role here. Okay. I don't, I don't know the Bible. I didn't grow up in church and I don't know. And when I open the Bible, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. What oh. do I do? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is great. So first, I would say, what translation of the Bible are you reading? Because if you're still reading the King James Version, which probably was what you got at baptism when you were 13, <laughs> like however many years ago, way yonder too long, um, if you're like me, <clears throat> you need a new translation. Okay. We have a thousand now. Yes. Maybe not a thousand, hundreds um, of translations, you need one that makes sense to you. Can you please make sure we list a few that people could go to? Because you know, there are some out there that eh, go a little bit too far, right? So if I'm a new believer, I'm not sure which ones to trust. So yeah, just we'll plug them in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just to throw a few out. Um, I love the Holman, the HCSB. Uh I love the NIV. Um, I love the ESV and I love the message. The message, yes. And yes. the NLT, right? Yeah. So I, I almost think HCSB is now just CSB, but I'm not sure. <laughs> we sound like we're in the military using a bunch of acronyms. Wiki wiki. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would be the first thing. The second would be um, finding a group of people through your church, through your neighborhood, whatever, that may be doing a Bible study. Yes. And, and that sounds really scary, but let them know up front. Like, look, this is my first Bible study. I'm not really familiar. If they're like, oh, you don't know how to study the Bible, then don't go to that group. <laughs> I have a few Bibles, so if they say that, you can throw one at them and yeah. go, you Pharisee. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then they'll be dead on the floor. No, I'm just kidding. Don't throw the Bible, though. Gotta don't be really mad. Um, but more than likely... They're going to be like, oh my gosh, we would love for you to join our group and guide you through this. And fun fact, if you don't know of a group and you're like, I'm new to the area or I'm just not plugged in, reach out to us. We will connect you. Absolutely. Um, so that is just a great way. And, you know, we should think about doing a little online video that we put on our website. Just sorry, brainstorming out loud on the yes, podcast. Yes, you are. Um on our Bible basics, I actually wrote a curriculum to teach a class on Bible basics that teach you how to look up a scripture, how to look up the books of the Bible, that sort of thing. Anyway, use your table of contents. Yes. And the big number in front is the chapter and the little number after the colon is the verse itself within the scripture. It's the address. I will hold you to doing Bible basics videos now. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. I got myself into trouble. So the second thing that is important when you're trying to, of course, the word of God and prayer and listening for the Lord. But the second thing that you can do when you're discovering is sit and take an inventory of your gifts. Like what, 
what do you do well? Ask yourselves these questions. Like, what are you passionate about? Is it kids? Is it cooking? Is it exercise? You know, what is it art? I don't know. What is it? And when God calls you to do something for him, he is going to use those talents. So identify and develop those things. You know, think about it. So if he brings an opportunity in front of you, if you've identified that children and art are like your two loves or your main passions, and he places an opportunity for you to volunteer or to do whatever with a group of children, then you may be like, oh my gosh, I would love to do that. And I will incorporate art into my time with the children. And if you're not so confident about what you're good at, ask your people because they know what you're good at. And probably what you're super good at is something that you think is like, eh, yeah, I can do that. You don't think it's important, but to the rest of the world, they're like, oh my gosh, you love spreadsheets? Yes. So um, ask your friends, ask your close people. And if they're kind of sassy and be like, well, you're not good at anything. Now we just kill two birds with one stone. They're not your friends. Just exactly. write them off. Bye. So true. Bye-bye. <laughs> and when you've discovered these things, don't just wait for God to throw an opportunity your way. I mean, that's great. And he does that sometimes. Some, But we also need to, you know, take a little initiative and look for places that we can volunteer and help out that are related to our passions and gifts, because that is just like a next step into God opening doors and giving us experience and helping us hone in on, well, I thought I really liked young children and art, but now I'm discovering that I really want to be with middle schoolers because they don't spill the paint everywhere. And that's (laughs) frustrating to me or whatever it is, you know, like he will hone in on that. Um, So you just have to be cognizant and think through and spend time with the Lord. Like, what do I love? What gets me excited? Yes. And if you're deep in the trenches of motherhood, you do not know what that is, but Like I said, ask your friends. And also sometimes it is somewhere where you already are, okay? You can just expand upon what you're doing at that place. So if you are, I mean, this is silly, but my son's at the jujitsu gym all of the time. I would not consider it, quote unquote, serving for God because there's no ministry attached to that. But when the kids walk in the door, you guys, I'm there all the time. So I come in and I ask them, hey, how's your day? Hey, what was exciting? I remembered during Christmas time, the ones that were Jewish. So I could say, happy Hanukkah. How was your Hanukkah today? Mm -hmm. Those things, that is ministry. That is. Those kids may have never had someone get down to their level at four or five years old and look them in the eyes, a stranger of all people, and ask them those things. There again, what the world says is um, a worthy calling is not necessarily God's definition of it. And we need to keep that in mind. I mean, For me, sometimes it is as simple as I love to have people over and cook them dinner. You don't do that for me ever. I'm coming over tonight. (laughs) It's it's the gift of hospitality. But right now, I spend a lot of that time. I open up our home for the boys, the high school boys Bible study. I love that. Because we have room for that. And I love being able to do that. And then also just... I love to cook. And so I will just make the teenage boys cookies and they come in and I just hug them and talk to them and give them and give them sweet treats. And sometimes that is the ministry for the day. And then I'm going to go, I know that we're running out of time, but I'm going to have to say this. If you have a home with people in it, 
That is your, that's where you start. That is your first ministry. And so figure out ways to bless them extra. Like I've been making extra, I make my kids dinner all the time, but now I'm throwing cookies in on occasion. Yes. Those little things, you guys, that God's watching you. You're showing up for his people and those people are like number one, right? Absolutely. Yes. I put even put a little note in my, I mean, you know, he's in high school, but still I put a little note in my son's sandwich the other day. He forgot it. And of course, and then he got home and he was going to eat it for a snack because he was starving. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you put a little note in there. And by the way, you're off the hook because I'm not a high school boy, so I I don't want to come to dinner anymore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I do it for other people too. But you know, when we get into God's word and we spend time with him and he begins to change us. The power of the Holy Spirit changes us from the inside out, and we begin to think like He does, so that when we're out in public, when we're within our families, in the walls of our own homes, when we're at church, in our communities, we begin to see He lights up these opportunities where we can step in as Christ, Mm. not as Him, but with His love as the Holy Spirit living in us. And that is ministry. That is our calling. And sometimes it's not one that we do every day, like a volunteer job, but he's just calling us to be an encouragement to a mom who's struggling that day. And it's being in tune with his nudges. That is such a blessing. And um, I'm just going to add, you don't have to put a Jesus sticker on it or put your Jesus cape on before you go in. You don't have to say like, okay, Thank goodness God put me in your path so I could tell you the truth. You don't have to add a scripture to it. You can just add a little nugget. You know that you're adored. You know that you are loved. You don't have to give them a scripture reference. They're going to be so drawn to you. Yeah. And that's how Jesus can use you. Sometimes it is literally, wow, that color looks amazing on you. Yep. That is it. Yeah. (laughs) That is sometimes, that is the best gift that you can give someone is a compliment. Mm. So as you go throughout your week this week, we hope that you will consider what your calling may be. And sometimes your calling is just to give a compliment. Love it. Or a little extra in your tip for the waitress who's on the struggle bus. Yes. Mm. Hey, thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Same.